In a post-Gozerian world, the Ghostbusters have been reduced to mundane jobs like cable access TV host and high finance. But when the old subway lines are flooded by the hand soap of evil, the mayor and Lady Liberty know who to call. What's your name? His name is Oscar. Oh, named after a hot dog. You poor man. You poor, poor man. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Exceptionally Bad. I'm Ben. I'm Brand. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. Then I'm Danny. <laughs> and uh, tonight, or this episode, is uh, our final film of season three, the season of the sequels. And uh, we, I think we had a really fun one tonight. We're going to talk about it in a few minutes. Yes. Um, it's October, and uh, so... I picked this film because it's October, and uh, I wanted to ask you all, do you guys believe in ghosts? Mm. And if so, why? And if not, why not? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. I I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think most things can be explained away sure. with science. Even if we don't understand the science, I think there is a real something behind it. I, I, will, I will say... Last night we watched the Babadook. Oh yeah, again for That's the first time in awesome. forever, which we haven't. Um, and f- during the duration of the movie, uh-huh. I did believe in ghosts because okay. that was really creepy. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just watched The Ring, so yeah. I kind of believe. Okay. In, I kind of believe in Samara at the moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I don't believe that I'm going to die uh, a week after I watch a certain video. So and I just watched Made in Manhattan. Oh. <laughs> well, that, that, maybe I'll start to believe now. Man, we're all talking about scary movies. <laughs> soul just died. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just kidding. I've never seen that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that brave. Uh, uh, I just watched Ringu, the Japanese version of The, the Ring, Ring, for the first time. Um, and I was pretty impressed at how well the ring is just like very, it's the same thing. It, they did a really great job of making a new version of it. It was remaking great. It, yeah. yeah. Remaking it. Anyway. Well, I, I watched a movie recently that I feel like has a parallel to this. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll talk about it later. Okay. Because so, I don't want to give away the, you know, the... The story. title yeah, of the. the I, don't give, I don't want to give episode. away. Yeah, I don't want. I, I don't want people shutting it off right now. Well, uh, I do believe in ghosts? Question mark. Ben, you've had some. You've told yeah. me some pretty cool stories. I've uh, lived in a haunted apartment and uh, had some like creepy experiences. Um. That uh, made me kind of think that there may be something to ghosts. So that's why I, I really like ghost scary movies. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, so my, my wife's grandma, 
um, <clears throat> they all believe that the house was haunted by this mm-hmm. sweet old lady named Ruby. I guess she died in the home. Okay. Which, awesome, I guess. Um, but yeah, any, like, the house would creak, yeah. you know, doors would randomly slam, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they are ardent believers mm-hmm. that Ruby haunted, playfully, humorously mm-hmm. haunted the house, so... I guess that's plus one for ghosts. There was a time when we were looking to buy a home and we saw this great house and the person said, we, we should tell you that there has been a death in the home. And, and I was like, yes, I want this place. Like, <laughs> my wife is like, oh, great. Now he's going to, you know, this is all he's going to want. You're like, this is going to be, I'm, I'm good. Sight unseen. That's right. I like you to see it. <laughs> Could you just mark out where it happened? I, I just like to lay there for a bit. <laughs> is the chalk outline still there? Oh, man. You know, not a lot of people I would say that I know would like have a desire to go seek out ghosts mm-hmm. and scary experiences and ben you're the only one i know oh, yeah. that would be like you know i would be a modern ghostbuster oh, yeah. and go like spend my whole life going to the scariest places the most like you visited some of the most haunted mm-hmm. places yeah and ben are, doesn't want to bust the ghosts he wants to like hang out with them that's yeah true. that's right yeah, that's true, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i want to let them be let them you know be. yeah hang out that would be fun so are they sanctuary. fun or are they evil are they always I don't, you know well, that's, that's, there's a lot of different that's the a lot of different thoughts about that th- yeah, right yeah about the oldest the oldest <laughs> the old insane asylum and it's now a ghost sanctuary yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's they're always slime it's one of my dreams to uh, <laughs> slime good question is there ectoplasm yeah why <laughs> why is slime associated with ghosts like ectoplasm yep yeah, it's ectoplasm it's from the spiritualist movement there was uh, ectoplasm that would happen during seances and it would so be just like this slimy stuff <laughs> some people call it some people just call it a cloth they would pull out from under their clothes that's right but... <laughs> or that they might like uh vomit up like a, a cloth they would fa- swallow and then like vomit it out of their mouth huh. allegedly it probably was just ectoplasm yeah that's a great question. Wait, is that the spirits knocking? Yeah, I think it is right now. <laughs> I feel like we need to dim the lights. And we'll dark <laughs> right. yeah. Danny, get rid of the Ouija board. There's a T here on the table. <laughs> oh, wait, where'd that come from? It it's, wasn't here a second trying, ago. It's starting no. to spell a word. There's a Scrabble piece on the two. table. You know what it is? What is it? Deep cut. It's. Oh, I was going to say it's okay. Oh. Who knows where that's from? I do. On, it's the Scrabble come, tournament at the end on, of uh, Wedding Planner. Wedding Planner. Yes. Yeah. Well done, a hard guys. one, Danny. Well <laughs> I've listened to the show. Have any? Well, this is. I won't take away your. But no, have any ahead. of you dressed up as the Ghostbusters for Halloween? Never the Ghostbusters. One year, I've told you how we all grew up stupid poor and. We were ghosts one year, so I have a picture of it somewhere, uh-huh. and it we really did just like cut holes in sheets, and then my mom just painted our eyes black, and it just was and you not were like an actual ghost. No, I just looked like it was beat up, and then like had a sheet <laughs> thrown over me, like it's horrible. <laughs> Love you, mom. Are you a ghost? No, I'm a mom. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like no. I could do a good Slimer. Like I'm, I'm approximately that shape. So I feel like just throw a little green paint on me, and I'm good to go. Brad, it's not as bad as just wearing an angel costume from, from a Christmas pageant. Oh, and then no. having, you know, uh, your parents put Noxime on your face so you're a ghost. Oh, gosh. For Halloween. That's, that's... Wait a second. Did you, you read about, did you read about that? Did you, you do that? That, Bracket? that? that was my last Halloween. Oh, of, wow. Of trick-or-treating. Tell me about your father. <laughs> <laughs> How's your relationship with yeah, your mother? Yeah, but ask, ask how old he was. I was eight. So. That was his last oh, Halloween, wow. eight years old. I can understand why you wouldn't go back out if that's yeah. how they dressed you I up. I just didn't, I didn't want to do, I think it was a last minute costume. No, that's understandable. Because I didn't really want to go. So yeah. Yeah. So you were an undead angel? Yes, I was. That's horrific. Like yeah. a fallen angel. And then I would go trick-or-treating and people were like, what's that on your face? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a condition. <laughs> and and of course, by that time, the Noxima had probably right. you know, kind of been absorbed, and it was just kind you of just had a shiny that face. was my face. You're like, I'm a leper. What do you think I am? What's on your face? You're like my skin. <laughs> it's yeah, it's menthol Noxima. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I think you take the cake for worse yes. costume. That's I mean, it's so what? great. So when you, when you ask if I believe in ghosts, <laughs> I do. Okay. Listen, the ghost of Halloween And passed. the horror is real. Yes. Listen, I, I don't want to wish anything bad on you, but if you die, please haunt me. Yes. <laughs> As an angel, undead angel with Noxima um, face. Only only if you promise not to point and laugh and say what's on your face. I won't. I won't. I hundred percent Okay. No guarantee his kids won't. Oh, that's great. It'll be like Beetlejuice all over again. Like, You're not very scary. <laughs> you gotta look like you don't look in the mirror. You open up the medicine cabinet. You say, Noxima, 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 yes. and Bracken appears. <laughs> My skin is clean. So this is more laughing than than what happened during the movie. Let's just be honest. There was a lot lot of laughing during the movie. There was. I loved the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, the movie we watched today was Ghostbusters Mm. 2. Um, And I want to, first for our audience, since this is exceptionally bad, and our goal here is to try to find um, those movies that are so bad that they're actually fun to watch, right? Yes. Now, the criteria that we use, one of the criteria that we use is that it's got to be a bad movie. And according to Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's only 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. In fact, the audience score is only 61%. Like, it's bad on both sides, mm. um, uh, according to that. Anyway, so for all those people out there who love Ghostbusters 2 and can't believe we're reviewing it, uh, that's why, and we agree with you, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm not going to speak for everyone. Yeah. It meets the criteria. Yeah, it meets movie. the criteria. Yeah. So, um, somebody other than me, who would like to give a synopsis of the plot? I'll, I'll try. I, okay. I never do synopsis. Okay, so it's five years after the events of Ghostbusters 1. Uh-huh. You know. um, they have been disbanded. 
Um, so they're no longer in the ghost busting business. So a couple of them are, um, you know, they all kind of just have their own gigs now, Mm -hmm. right? Like Egon is doing his scientific stuff just like he was before. Um, a couple of them are doing birthday gigs where they just show up dressed as the ghostbusters and everybody actually wants he man (laughs) instead. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Bankman is running his, you know, whatever his daytime, cable show yeah uh, something psychic show yeah which i would absolutely watch that show um anyways the ray has a bookstore ray has a bookstore yes and then um i'm totally blanking on her name um dana barrett dana yeah so she you know was bangman's love interest and Mm -hmm. kind of main figure of the first one so she now has a baby she's been divorced um you know the movie opens up she's walking the baby it goes over some goo and then hauntings start, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly around her. Um, we learn that there is this Carpathian demon lord thing, Magician, what a dude, yeah. yeah, who is in a painting that happens to be at the same place that Dana works, restoring art. Mm-hmm. She's no longer in the music business. She's in the <laughs> art restoration, fine <laughs> yes. art restoration, fine art restoration business. Um, hauntings start happening. Um, it turns out that the 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 Carpathian Lord Vigo needs a baby to be reborn into the world. Um, meanwhile, there is this pink sludge, you know, slime that is just growing and kind of reproducing underneath New York because New York is so terrible in the eighties. Everybody has <laughs> bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. And so this slime just feeds on bad energy. Negative energy. Yeah. Yep. So the, uh, at the end, you know, that the sludge kind of coalesces around the museum. The baby is taken and Vigo tries to break out. The Ghostbusters kick in the door. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about how that happens. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, and then they, <laughs> they, they, they win. Everybody lives yeah. happily. Everybody ever lives after. happily ever after. Right. Yeah. So great. Thank yeah. you. Um, so w- first impressions, what do you guys any first, like anything that you are just dying to talk about? Mm. Well, I, so I think we've all seen this movie uh, before. Except, so except for Danny. Danny. Except yep. for, you know, so none of us have first impressions. I don't know. I Danny, guess that's true. Danny, do you have any first impressions? My first impressions were that I liked it. I, mm-hmm. I was coming in thinking that it was going to be painful. Mm-hmm. Like it was going to be one of those that they forced in. I mean, maybe it still was, but I was assuming that it was going to be painful but i really enjoyed it bill murray was i felt like he was just on Mm -hmm. like he was totally Mm -hmm. good bill murray yeah yeah so i just really liked it yeah it was fun that's awesome Uh, i mean i remember seeing it it came out in 1989 is that right 1989 so this this movie was kind of on my multiple rotation watch along with indiana jones and the last crusade okay Uh, yeah yeah of movies i really enjoyed that year i wouldn't say we would watch last crusade on this podcast yeah right that would be the episode i resign (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah so i i remember watching a bunch of times uh but i hadn't seen it Mm -hmm. probably probably since before since probably since the early 90s yeah and uh yeah i thought the performances were great Mm -hmm. like uh, yeah nobody dialed it in yeah everyone everybody was back just like they were in the first movie right Mm -hmm. i mean it was. It felt like they were all back in character, mm-hmm. and and everybody's back from the first movie. That's right. That was awesome. Well, except for the EPA guy, he wasn't in it. 
That's right. <laughs> he was replaced by the mayor's uh, image consultant. Or yes. His, the assistant. Oh, whatever, yes. Yeah. yeah, his PR guy. Um, so, I guess the question that came to my head immediately is why did people just not like it as much at the time? Is it one of those they compare him against the they compare it against the first one? So I read I don't know the answer. Maybe somebody else has some other insight. I did read a thing that uh the director Ivan Reitman when asked why it wasn't received that well. Um he said that the Zeitgeist was kind of changing um mm-hmm. just shortly after this movie was released, like a week or two later. Um, Batman came out mm. um, and it was kind of a darker movie and kind of um, a different um. feel and that kind of like audiences were more kind of tuned into that and he thinks that they just weren't quite ready and he says um, he thinks that people like it a lot more now mm-hmm. when they watch it than they did when it first came out whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on a second you're saying um, Batman Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Is a dark film? Well, compared to Ghostbusters. <laughs> I mean, compared to Ghostbusters 2. Okay. <laughs> Say like It was kind of a new uh, you know, it was a new thing to see the dark kind of gothic. It was more of a dark more of a dark comedy. And I I think we're seeing a superhero movie getting like good uh, Yeah. Like yeah. Getting a lot of attention like that. That's right. Uh, I mean, you needed to a palate cleanser after Superman four. That's true. The long, the long kiss, good night. The long kiss, good night. <laughs> that makes I, sense. This was a very playful movie. Yeah, and you know, I think the I think they did a survey and pink fell in like everyone's <laughs> last favorite color. Like when you're like, oh, what's your favorite color? And what's your you know least favorite color? I think pink was at the bottom of everybody's list is that right i mean Gosh. historically pink has been associated with pure evil exactly so wait like, a minute. whenever yeah, you look at exactly. any kind of you know was look at a bottle of really Pepto, dark you're yeah, like i mean listen the original color palette for alien series <laughs> was, was all pink. pink yeah it was it was hard to do this like a little effects. girl's bedroom in space <laughs> really and it, it was it was on, terrifying why are we talking about pink? so so wait a minute was this not released on a wednesday because we on never, Wednesdays, we, wear, we pink. wear pink. Yeah, that's right. We wear so pink if it was released on a Thursday, so just so for people who haven't seen the film, the the uh, solidified uh, ill feelings of the New Yorkers is a pink sl- slime. Slime. It's would, running in the sewers, basically. I would ex- expect something like a deep forest green with yeah. like black mm-hmm. yeah. and like an oily sheen to it. Right. Like, that's what that I would expect pure like evil, yep. not like suave shampoo. <laughs> well, so, yeah, have you ever been to those those public restrooms where it's got like that day glow pink? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, what I mean, like. it reminded me, well, the, this wasn't day glow, but it reminded me yeah. of that. It was yeah. a lot like that soft, like someone just spilled a bunch of soft soap or shampoo into yeah. Into the train, into the so, train. We're like, hey, what can we do? There with this? was slime in the first movie. Was it pink? No, it was no, kind it was, of clear. It was clear, clear or green. green. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought it was very weird that it was pink. Yeah. <laughs> <I> like... <laughs> well, part of it is that it has positive feelings too. Like you can, it's Dial pure it. evil, but it also can be. Positively Pure charged. Happiness, it's right? mood, it's so, mood slime. It's, it's that's mood what he slime. called yeah. it. Well, Peter I mean, Rankin I don't, I don't want to go to where the movie jumps the shark, but 
the shark jumping element is a woman and it's just pink slime. So maybe that's why it's pink, right? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> You're saying this is this is a women's power movie? <laughs> Because it's pink. <laughs> well, it's, well, this person is French, so I don't know. <laughs> Originally immigrated from France. Yes. So Danny asked why people didn't like this movie. I'm kind of the outlier, I think, in the group. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'll have to just chime in a little bit and talk a little bit about the the first one versus this mm-hmm. one. So what I love so much about the original Ghostbusters is the opening scene. And how it sets the tone for the yeah. movie uh, in the library um, where the librarian's walking through. And it's, that's a really creepy movie yeah. scene. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It kind of sets the tone. I don't feel like there's ever a scene like that in this one. There's, there's yeah. never a dark moment. Never the, the, this anything is, scary. Right? This is kind of a movie that's always kind of lighter. Uh, it's got pink slime. <laughs> It doesn't have anything to laugh against, in my opinion, the, the jokes. So for me, the, the dichotomy of the scariness of the ghosts and then the fumbling of the characters in that element makes it really entertaining in the first that movie. That contrast is important. Yeah. But in yeah. this movie, the characters are not even true to the original movie. Except for maybe Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver's characters. Yeah. The other ones on the whole are kind of changed because of, we'll talk about it yeah, later. Yeah. Well, but you can bring it up now. The Let's real Ghostbusters comes out a cartoon. <laughs> right. And it kind of t- is very popular. And the characters are kind of... Scooby-Doo-ish. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, yeah. there's an iteration of the characters. And from 1984 to 1989, that's five years... Yeah. Uh, between the original and the and the sequel, there's like a good three or four years of this cartoon show, right? That becomes very popular with kids, and that has an effect on the characters. It, and I think the tone of the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Now, some people really enjoy it. I, I think I'm outnumbered when I say, you know, I'm sitting with four people that really enjoyed the movie. <laughs> I've got issues with the movie, but. Um, Bill Murray, of course, is very entertaining. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. We can kind of get back into this. So the I, I, I want to just say that uh, when we were thinking about movies, um, Ghostbusters Two came to my mind as a movie that I don't that I didn't like. Right? Yeah. That yeah. It, it's a bad movie, and I was upset that it was bad because I love the first one so much. Right? And so that was just my thought. And then when I checked and saw, oh yeah, it meets the criteria. We're definitely doing it. Um. But then I had really fun with it tonight. Um, so that cartoon, The Real Ghostbusters, it came out in 96. Uh, 86. 86, sorry, 86. Two years after the first movie. And it was still running when this movie came out. Uh, what are some things that you noticed that changed specifically? Uh, because things that kind of, when they made this movie, they deliberately chose to go with like the cartoon version of things. What are some things that we So noticed? I just want to clarify. So there were a couple of different Ghostbuster cartoons, right? This is called... Because uh, there was the one where they had a gorilla or named Tracy, and they were Ghostbusters. And then I think the real Ghostbusters was like our Ghostbusters from the movies, right? 
Uh, I, don't, I think so you're the right. Re- I think there was another one, and that's probably why they called it the real. Yeah, Ghostbusters. that's why they called it oh. the real Ghostbusters. Because yeah, there was right. another Ghostbusters. There was another cartoon, cartoon that didn't have anything. Ghostbusters to, didn't, didn't have anything, anything to do uh, with the TV with the movie. So that yeah. one is the one that is uh, was made by Fun Funimation. Funimation is that what it is? That Fun- sounds like the a people studio. who made He Man. Is, that is it's a studio He-Man that does people. anime. Oh, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Time. It's I can't remember. Yeah. The people who who made He-Man, the He-Man cartoons, owned the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbuster name. And in the first movie, there was this whole big thing about trying to get the rights to the name Ghostbusters. And so they made that unrelated Ghostbuster cartoon, which is, you're exactly right, the reason why when they made the real Ghostbusters, they called it the real Ghostbusters because, anyway... There's all this like back and forth between them. And in this movie that we watched, there's at least three different instances where they're directly referencing that other entity. Oh, uh, funny. When they talk about He-Man, mm-hmm. when they talk about um, – I can't remember. Three different things I was reading about them. They, they point them out, and they're like, oh, yeah, they're talking about this other thing. Oh, the San Fernando Valley where he's like, you should just go because I think the other thing uh. – the, the other Ghostbusters cartoon took place in, in California, California instead of New York, that gotcha. kind of stuff. But, um, so, yeah, we're talking about the real Ghostbusters cartoon. That's where, like, Slimer was a good Slimer guy. Slimer was, was like part of the like a, team, yeah. right? He was like the cat on Thundercats. Yes. Yeah, oh, or, or Snarf, 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 your favorite <laughs> person. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, which he, makes sense in this film because he's just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Egon's hair is much more like up it's and vertical. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you it's really notice that in the exactly. first scene where we see Egon, his what, hair is so tall. And Annie Potts. What, yeah. What about Annie Potts? She's dressed she, a Janine lot. Janine Melnitz. She was, she was very much like, you know, uh, what is it? The, she just like, hello. Yeah. Like nerdy and just like, can't care at all right she, and then she's a lot more spunky in this one for and sure she's yeah. dressed colorful yeah colorfully and she i and i think bobbed hair she's dressed more attractively this time around she was some kind of mousy in the first yeah, one yeah i mean she had a lot of sass on the phone ghostbusters what do you want right yeah. like, <laughs> i feel like she was just bright colors in this one like cartoony mark, colors mark cartoony yeah and yeah. very dark rimmed glasses circular dark rimmed glasses yeah. i would say even her character felt lighter right. do you know what i mean yeah like she wasn't quiet as just you know whatever right. or angry new yorker secretary i feel like rick moranis's character is the same lewis tully yeah I feel, other I feel than like... that he's a lawyer now yeah he was an accountant in the first one right so then he talks about going to law school at I mean, night and he practices tax law but you talk about the characters all being kind of different i yeah. feel like he was the same oh, yeah yeah no for totally. sure that's true i would say dana was pretty good too like yeah. i felt like she was still dana uh, he um, maybe had a little more backbone in the, than in the first one, but he was still pretty... Moranis? Yeah. 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 The scene in the courtroom was pretty great with him. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Dana knew how to clean artwork now. Yeah. Right? And yeah. she yeah. also learned that at night school. So oh, look, okay. yeah. look yes, we, we went over this already. <laughs> yeah. She's a Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So I know some Barretts, and they're pretty good at stuff. Highly skilled. <laughs> or as... Uh, Brant said while we were watching it, she's a mu- she was a musician in the first one, and now she can restore yeah. uh, 
historical paintings. It's art. It's all art. You yeah. can just interchangeably switch between them, right? Yeah. yeah. High skill level, you, you found, can just switch to anything. Haven't yeah. you found that to be true in your own life? Oh, yeah. I went to art school, and now I can play the mandolin. Play the and... mandolin, any instrument you put in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a band where you play every instrument that's right all at the same time uh so yeah slimer is in this we talked about him in the cartoon he's in this movie a couple of times including he's kind of buddy buddy with uh lewis with buddy buddy <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy 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 <laughs> when lewis puts his hand on his face and <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> slimer's eye opens <laughs> But he looks um, different, doesn't he, from the first one? He so uh, I believe he does. So he's more. Um, he looks more substantial and um, brighter green, kind of like yeah, more day glow instead of before. Yeah. He was kind of blue green, and he was a little more transparent. Yeah, transparent. Yeah. So they really kind of brought him in from it's the that cartoon. hot dog vendor diet. That's right. <laughs> How are the uh, effects then compared to the first one? Because I can't really remember it too much. But... So uh, I would say this. Um, that's a good question. And the answer is it's hard to say because in the first movie there are ghosts. Uh. Um, but So let's talk <laughs> yeah. about what I mean right after a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, welcome back. So uh, we were just talking about how there are no ghosts in this. I mean, there are ghosts, but in the first movie, there are a lot of ghosts, and they're scary ghosts, Mm -hmm. right? Bracken talked about this. There was scariness in the first one. And in this movie, there really isn't. I mean, so we do get ghosts right at the beginning, kind of in the beginning. Two ghosts, the the Scalari brothers. That's, that's still brothers like 20, 30 minutes in, though. Okay. Well, like, so let me just mm-hmm. piggyback on what, what I said earlier. Uh-huh. Like, the opening scene in Ghostbusters, I don't... And this is the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to a great, great comedy. Right. Like, one of the best comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a check mark against it. Yeah. On its own, maybe it's not as bad as I'm saying. I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. But the opening scene in this movie is out of a Popeye cartoon. Right. Like where you've got a baby in a stroller and it's going down the street and you've got olive oil running after it. (laughs) And and then it's swerving in between cars and avoiding. It's out of a Popeye and it's not, it's not scary. No, it's just kind of frightening or horrifying maybe, Mm -hmm. but it's not really because it's kind of a cartoon. And the music actually is not making you feel like, oh, there is major danger here. It's more like, haha, this is a, like, this is a goofy little thing that's happening. Especially like when the first car honks at the carriage, like, I'm going to honk, I'm here, you better get out of the way. And then they do the opening intro music with the Ghostbusters theme that's Uh kind of ominous from the first movie. And it's not that in this movie. It's it's just, we're going to go into Ghostbusters 2 now. So it's just not That's the same part. thing. Good point. Yeah, it's, but there's no ghosts in it at all. I mean, there's a little bit of slime, but there's no ghosts whatsoever. In the opening scene. Yeah, in that opening scene. In the scene. opening yeah. scene. That's yeah. right. That's right. And the mm. slime isn't even scary. I mean, it looks like a, a little puddle on the ground. Pink mm. scares me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time we do finally see ghosts in the courtroom, the Scaleri brothers or yeah. whatever they're called, um. They, what do you think about the way that they looked? Like, did they feel like they fit in to Ghostbusters? So they they felt it's always like bothered me. Scary and then toned down. 
right? So they were. Mm. I think they were meant to be, but then they cartoonified them a little. So bit. they like, literally cartoonified them because yeah. they made them look like the ghosts from the cartoon. Is what they did. I feel like they should have been in Beetlejuice. Yes, they would have fit better in Beetlejuice. They were kind of Muppet-like. Like, their faces yeah. were exaggerated Muppet-like. And they had these big, giant, glowing yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were short. And like, oversized, yeah. oversized heads, too. Yes, yeah. right. I mean, they really looked like Muppets to me. Which makes me wonder how the judge recognized them. I know. How they I'm like, in, there's in no life? way they actually looked like that in real <laughs> life. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So it's not very scary at all. Actually, it's not at all scary. Mm-hmm. Um, it and was then, fun, but it wasn't scary. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, when do we see ghosts next? You see there's a montage like after they Near are... the end. Well, towards well, the middle. You, you, so see, there's, you see them randomly. That, that montage towards the middle where they're they're back, right? So after they, they get their oh, right. whatever you know injunction re- yeah, removed... Yeah. Then they are back on the beat, right? Okay. Um, they introduce Bracken's favorite thing of the whole movie, which is the new logo, and then <laughs> um, then there's like a montage of like, yeah, there's, there's maybe like two ghosts that they actually catch. Otherwise, yeah. it's them oh, just running out the, of places. Like the jogger was running, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. jogger ghost, which and then... just looked like a transparent guy running yeah. on a track. And then yeah. there's like the cuts. There's a little scene where they're handing the ghost traps to. Janine to Janine yeah. to take care of. Right. So I mean, so but like, there's no ghost fighting. It's yeah. all like after and no effect. skeletal yeah. looking after the, the scalari. Well, and then there was the one that looked like the like a rancor. Yes, yeah. that's right. The towards towards the very thing. end, yeah. like yeah. that, like the New York version of the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, and there's a couple moments where they're you know there's the I'm doing pro- this people can see right <laughs> the main protagonist is in a painting and he looks very scary yes there's a couple instances where maybe his eyes fleck or he kind of comes out of the painting uh-huh. here and there throughout the course of the the progression of the movie but mm-hmm. that's yeah. what was his name Vigo yeah Vigo. Vigo I feel like he brought us full circle cuz he just kept reminding me of the Highlander yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did yeah. that's right we started this season with the Highlander too yeah and now we've. <laughs> yeah. And in this back. case, Ghostbusters. There could be only one. <laughs> there painting. should have only been one. <laughs> so I, I, I almost feel like you have to, to look at this separately from Ghostbusters, right? Because Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. It's close to a perfect comedy. Like yeah. it, they hit all the beats really well. It's well written. It's not fair to it, the movie. So it's it's very. Yeah. So yeah. when you compare it, you almost have to look at it on its own. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer the question about the effects, uh, I did not like the slime effects. I felt like they were poorly integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I've always felt like the slime that covers the museum at the end just looks like a ball of chewed up bubble gum. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell, is it supposed to be slimy, like wet slimy, or is it a hard shell? I couldn't tell. Yeah. And I, I also think it was just poorly integrated into the scenes because it oh, yeah. didn't like the comp- look like the compositing it was, was terrible. It didn't look like a building covered in something. Yeah. It looked like somebody just put like, Okay, we need some slime things. So somebody like a got their construction paper, stroke. cut yeah. it out, and like taped it over the screen. Yeah. It's like they uh, took a plastic. They they took like a like a bucket, mm-hmm. and they dried the they dried the mold over the bucket. Yes, and then they put that on a picture of the museum, yeah. <laughs> like a little model of the museum, and then they just kind of superimpose that into the film. Yeah. Yep. 
so Brant, when you made a comment during the film about the lack of ghosts, yeah. and you compared it to another movie we watched this season. Yeah. So, so it, it suffers from the same problem that I had with Jurassic World Dominion. Is It's a movie about dinosaurs, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking to Jurassic Park, that has no dinosaurs. And the... I mean, it has some, but they are not the main antagonists, right? right? They're not the main threat. It's locusts, right? right? It's just a stupid thing. Like, nobody wants that. Like, I want dinosaurs in my dinosaur movie. In my Ghostbusters movie, I don't want Revenge of Suave Shampoo, right? Right. Like, I want ghosts. (laughs) Like, I want a scary ghost that I am fighting and I'm defeating and going about it in a funny way. Yeah, But but it's a river of... Shampoo. I know, no, <laughs> but it's, it's imagine like, how good that smells. It's just like the most boring, and like even Vigo, he just mm-hmm. does like threatening stares, and uh-huh. he's like, "I will conquer the world from my painting." Yeah, and just like stares at people and gets other people to do his bidding, but he's not like anywhere to to, to the level of you know the Ghostbusters one right enemies right. right? They're nothing like much more interesting. Nothing even like the. Gatekeeper and yeah, all of I mean, that stuff was fantastic. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man yeah. was like a cooler villain than yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. than Vigo. Yeah, I just it's so yeah, it it wasn't he, he didn't even come off as a ghost. He just was just like I'm in a painting mm-hmm. now. I'm not in a painting, and you know it seemed like he didn't even need the baby because he came out and it was whooping butt like right. the whole time and didn't seem like he was affected and, by anything yeah didn't wasn't he starting to who was he starting to go in after he couldn't get the baby he, he came went out of the ray. painting he went it was ray, ray. Yeah. right yeah so then it's like why did he need a baby because right. he could go into ray totally he should have just gone straight into janosh right because janosh i mean let's little... be honest nobody wants to have it that body but <laughs> like if you're a carpathian magician death monk right like you've been dead for 500 years like you take what you can get like beggars cannot be choosers i just think vigo couldn't understand him That's... maybe <laughs> there was a communication error uh, uh... blockage there well, and for somebody who is dead, like a 15th, 16th century person mm-hmm. from somewhere in Europe, Europe or Moldova, in, Moldova yeah. in Europe, he understands English very well. Yeah, right. Yeah. As long as, he, yeah, but he has an accent. Yeah. But he studied at Oxford. <laughs> yeah. When he was hanging in the... In, uh, That's right, while he was, hang, his while he was hanging was in the hanging common up. room in uh, Oxford, he picked yeah. up a lot of stuff. So one thing that I've always thought about is, I mean, I've... I've not seen all the paintings, you know, but I took art history and, and stuff like that. And I have never seen a painting like that painting of just like an evil looking guy standing there, uh, a portrait of a very evil looking guy uh, hanging in a museum or something. I mean, this is, it's like, so here, here, you know, I like, I like having side plots. Yeah. The artist that made that, like, Uh how do you think that went down? You know, they're like, Lord Vigo, please don't please don't murder me, my family. I'm trying to paint here. Like, like <laughs> please don't, please stop scowling. It just stay with. Theoretically, it. <laughs> he's like a very menacing dude, right. and he's like, what kind of like person like that do you think is standing around for like four days yeah. while an artist is making a fine <laughs> art painting of him? Just right, with like, that scowl. Yeah. I just don't understand it. It probably was like his twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this this brings up a. Uh, a question in my mind that I often think about. Mm-hmm. So if you were to get a painted portrait of yourself, mm-hmm. what sort of outfit would you wear? 
would you do a time like a period piece I, I outfit? Can tell you so right now, would you do like a stormtrooper thing? What would you do? Have you seen the movie Titanic? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have Jack draw me as one of his French girls. I wear nothing but my smile. <laughs> you know, if you'd asked me this yesterday, I'd probably have a different answer. Yeah, but now I'm thinking. Angel costume. Not <laughs> not <Kojima>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what? I know what you're getting for your birthday. <laughs> Brant's, going, Brant's going for the George Costanza. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, how, what I be yeah, wearing? Yeah. Uh, this, this is no, I'd be wearing. I'll get back to it, but I just. I'd absolutely know. be wearing something period gothic, dark like. Awesome. Uh, like I would look like Dracula. I belong in like a uh, Van Helsing. Like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and like Van, yeah. yeah. So okay. you, what, you'd be a vampire on like a flaming motorcycle yeah. with machine guns <laughs> or something? <laughs> Not that Van Helsing. <laughs> oh, thank you for the diversion. And I, think, I think I'll keep with the Seinfeld theme and I'll, I'd be more like Kramer in his painting. Yeah, right. Yeah. In yeah. a nice suit and yes. looking very... Hey, that reminds me, at, at the end of the movie, they do have a portrait, a group portrait made of themselves. Yeah, that, that was pretty great, <laughs> yeah. I have to say. And and the, the I before we drift too far from the villain, the, the villain's p- painting is incredible. Yeah, it is. It is incredible. It's pretty great. It's, it's mm-hmm. menacing. It's got great personality. It's based on the actor. It's just yeah. incredible painting. I mean, it's very, it's actually a photograph. It's got a personality. All is it a photograph? Yeah, it's, it's a, a personality that's all made to look that's like painted over. Yeah. It's it's got a personality all its own. Yeah, so. it's a great painting, and I, I think I may print that out real nicely and hang it in my office at work. But it yeah. is. But it's not a replacement for Ghostbusters. No, there's this is not oh, like yeah. sorry that's the anti art coalition. Right, <laughs> this <laughs> is Ghostbusters. So right? so Zool. Yeah. yeah. Right. So when Vigo's eyes would glow red, were you thinking his last name was Howard? Was was it Howard? <laughs> Howard. <laughs> you know, yeah, he from was a, Teen Wolf too. Last you know, oh, last episode. Yeah. He was, yeah. Oh right. How his eyes would glow just before he. It's like a family right. portrait. It so is, I was just yeah. waiting for Michael J. Fox or. Yes. <laughs> or Jason Bateman, yeah, to play basketball in front of the painting. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking they'd be in the background. One taking a shot. One got his boxing gloves and yeah. behind the Ghostbusters. Back in in Vigo's time, it was jousting. Yeah, he was yeah. on the jousting and team. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was on the beheading. It team. was impaling. The they were like, I got to see if I can impale more people than Vlad. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, was there anything good or redeeming about this that stood out? Well. Uh, I mean, it was funny. There was a lot of funny things, and it's mm-hmm. very quotable. Like mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. quoting those of us who have seen it before, knew about quotes in it, you yeah. know. And there's some very funny stuff that's in there. Yeah, I love that. So, um, so as as we were watching it, Danny's like, "I'm just, I'm loving this," and we're like, "Just wait, yeah, yeah, just wait, yeah. yes," because there's the there's the big. There's the scene I think where it kind of jumps the shark. Yeah, let's compare the the endings of Ghostbusters compared to this mm-hmm. one. So the end of Ghostbusters, Bracken, what happens? Uh, so they're confronting Zool at the top of a skyscraper. The four Ghostbusters, and the Zool says, "You're going to choose your own uh, villain or your choose your method of death. Yeah, your yeah. own messenger of destruction." And so they all empty their minds, except for Dan Aykroyd, who 
couldn't help it. He thinks of Stay Puft, the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> and so it's this best part of Ghostbusters is the delivery and the appearance of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, this giant, you know, 90-foot tall, yeah, yeah uh, Godzilla-sized uh, Marshmallow Man. And he's got like a little sailor jumper top and hat and like a little like a little beret and he's cute face with his smile and he's just angelic and it's so funny that the the irony and it's just you can't top that right it's so original it's this random thing this one's pretty original too so it um, is ori- I would say it's original, <laughs> but it's not as good. It is. It is original. Yes, it's all its own. Yes, so you got to be careful because you might be, you know, considered unpatriotic if you don't like. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I'm standing for the Lady Liberty here when I say that in this one, the Ghostbusters actually put slime. They go inside the Statue of Liberty. And they put the slime, slime, the ectoplasm, all over the inside of, of her. And then they start... What do they do to get her to play move? music. They play, play music. And they had like a modified Nintendo Because controller. they realize that the slime responds mm-hmm. to different uh, emotions. Right. And mm-hmm. Good emotions. Uh, they have positive vibes. charge. Yeah. <laughs> so they are making the music have her move and kind of... They take, animate her. Yeah. yeah, they animate her so she can walk through the city. Somehow they're uh, able to steer her. Yeah, yeah and Nintendo get controller. her to where they're going to go to fight the bad guy. And, and her flame turns into an actual flame. Her torch yeah. turns into... Yeah. yeah you so. can't tell me they didn't think that was awesome. So uh, my nice. question is, what was their plan? Like, they get to the uh, museum. So, like, okay, what so, were they going to so do? The, why they were inspired to, to do Lady Liberty uh-huh. is they were basically acknowledging, like, how is anybody going to have positive vibes in New York? It's right. the 80s, you mm-hmm. know? Well, it's, and, and the, it's New York, And right? the proton packs don't work. They're they don't work. Yeah, they right. no, tried that. Yeah, they're having yeah. no effect. And so they are, oh, hey, we need some positive vibes. We need something that will inspire everybody and make everybody happy. Right. Um. And so, you know, naturally they're thinking, oh, yeah. let's go get Lady Liberty and yep. destroy a national monument to <laughs> beat down, you know, City Hall. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, they they hose her down and then play music and she uh, starts walking through town. And then they get to the museum and were they going to beat the pink stuff or yeah. just hope that it disappeared i mean well, what turns out that actually happened is just in the like oculus of the room that they needed to go into it backed away the slime backed away enough that they could drop down inside but yeah. she brings the hammer down i i think the goal was oh, yeah. and and again it's it's the fact that it's an indirect win, their plan, which right. is also why I hate That's, this because it's yeah. like indirect enemies. Right. Is it, their indirect win was going to be, oh, we're going to inspire everybody to be happy and again right. and weaken the slime. Right. It just that just seems like a stupid thing. Like yeah. I like a head on battle. Yeah. In my movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, it's uh, almost, and I, when we were watching, I mean, this takes place during the course of Christmas week uh, to new year's, like right. it culminates on new year's mm-hmm. day, I guess. Uh, it almost felt like a Christmas movie because did, there's some yeah. scenes where they're 
wearing Christmas stuff, and then they're trying to inspire the crowds right. to yeah. Yeah. It's like feel Elf. good. It's the no, I was going to say, yeah. I, was, I was exactly going to say that. Quickest like, way to spread Christmas cheer. Yeah. So that feels so much better, though, right? right? Because it's like, that makes sense. It's just like, okay. Well, because that's know? a feel-good family Christmas movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was, I don't <laughs> know. As a kid, I loved that scene just because I was like, I like I, I enjoyed the music, you know, when it comes on. I was like, oh, this is a fun, upbeat song. But as a kid, you know, I was dumb and I was young, so I yeah. didn't realize the absurdity of, you know, pink slime. When you're just like, sweet, the Statue of Liberty is marching through the city. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's kind of where it jumps the shark, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, well, it kind of... For me, it kind of jumps the shark before them. Yeah. Can I? Can we just back up a little sure, bit? Sure, sure. So, Brant already said, but I have a real issue with the fact that the Ghostbusters 2 logo oh, yeah. is prominently right. <laughs> used after, they the after they leave the courtroom and they go back into becoming Ghostbusters. They, they replace all of the original Ghostbusters logo with a Ghostbuster where the ghost, ghost is holding up two fingers right. kind know. of stepping out of the mm-hmm. circle right there's no explanation why it would be a two two yeah <laughs> i mean it makes sense the movie that's the movie or, logo yeah it doesn't make sense that it would right. be exactly. on their stuff well we, it, we it, just saw this in teen wolf too it makes sense well. Yeah. well in teen that's wolf 2 they used the original logo didn't they but the, it says teen wolf 2 on like the t-shirts oh, okay. the t-shirts. Yeah. so it made a little bit more sense in teen wolf 2 but in this one there's no reason why it's they're not different. They're too. the same Ghostbusters. Everything yeah. about them is the same. The same headquarters, the same car. Is the, it because Bobby Brown did the new theme? I think it's because <laughs> they need new... Uh, it's merchandising. New merchandising. Yeah. So right. they don't want you to buy merchandise from the original movie from five years ago that everyone's got lunch pails and stuff. You have to buy Ghostbusters 2 logo mm-hmm. stuff. And to put it in the movie... It just seems to me to break the fourth wall. There's no explanation. It's just yeah. really. Uh, the, oh, I'm with you. Hey, hold on. Do you remember on their, their TV commercials? And one of the specials was you got a mug and, <laughs> yeah. and balloon, a balloon. balloon yeah. for the kids. <laughs> does the mug have the new logo on it? I can't remember. I I'm sure remember. it does but because everything else had the new logo. The dumbest part is instead of it being the Ecto 1, it's Ecto 1A. Right. It yeah. should have been called Ecto, Ecto two. two. If you're gonna lean into it being two, like right. it's Ecto two. Right. Yeah. What happened to Ecto one? Because I mean, Ecto one is at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I think they just fixed it up. Yeah. I don't think it's a new. I mean, Ecto. So they had to get a new registration, and someone else took that vanity plate. <laughs> right. Is that, is that why? It was five years. It was likely expired. It was up for grabs. You're right. Yeah. That's totally. Right. <laughs> I feel like that jumps the shark because you're kind of. It's just clear. Yeah, that it's this a little is too self aware. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I think, but mm-hmm. I, I just think the nail in the coffin oh. is is the Lady Liberty. Thing. Yes, absolutely. Totally. It, so, it's it's no pun intended. Being a ghost, movie, it's cringeworthy. You know, yeah. I I feel like it's just uh, it's just painful to watch. Yeah. So for me, that almost made it this exceptionally bad sort of <laughs> like. It was great and fun the whole way through, and then it was like we're too good. We're having we're we're too fun of a movie. We got to do something so ridiculous. And obviously, they were trying to mimic a little bit of the Marshmallow Man, right? Yeah. This big old figure. Yeah. It was going to follow through the same and, beats. Yeah. And yeah, I was trying to, but I, I actually, it, I was caught by surprise that they did that, 
Yeah. And I thought it was brilliant. Let, let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you do you think that them toning it down and making it a lot more cartoony had anything to do with, you know, kind of the whole 80s satanic panic thing where there was, you know, like Ouija boards were like, I don't, that truly because... was the devil or and, you know, like anything uh, yeah, that was yeah. anything kind of a cult or anything like that was so, like a big no-no. I kind yeah. of think that it's not because this came out the late 80s mm-hmm. because it came out in 89. Mm-hmm. Uh, the satanic panic was early right. 80s. And I Seems mean, like, like maybe the first one, one might have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think the second one, probably could have leaned into that and probably would have gotten a little mm-hmm. more <laughs> well it certainly would have been scarier <laughs> yeah yeah if they would have done some more stuff um i want to ask i want to talk about the production just a little bit like about the people involved so so go can ahead I, I, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that i'd seen a movie recently that kind of oh yeah so so the, the idea of the um the pink slime being uh-huh. like all the negative emotions of the New Yorkers and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if any of you guys have seen the show uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brant's seen it. So the idea there is like negative emotions coalesce and then they form these cursed spirits. Okay. And the only way to fight the cursed spirits is with cursed energy, which is the thing that makes up the cursed spirits. So there's a, there was a movie Jujutsu Kaisen Zero that I watched recently, and that whole concept. So so I was like, oh yeah, this is similar in that you know yeah. classes into this slime, and they have to use the positively charged slime to counter um, it. Yeah, it's all science. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody knows you fight negative slime with positive slime. I mean, that's, that's right. That's chemistry one hundred and one. Yeah. And the way you make positive slime is by taking the negative slime and singing to it, and, and also well, taking and, it to bed, taking it to bed. Speaking encouraging words to it. That's right. Be kind to it. Um, so uh, almost everybody who was involved with the first film is also involved in their same positions in the second mm-hmm. film. Um, mm-hmm. It was written by, uh, both films were written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, who also star in the film. They're both Ghostbusters. Um, the... I want to say that I love Dan Aykroyd's writing. Like, um, you can see it in everything that he does and kind of his, it's also kind of the way that he acts. No matter which <laughs> character he is, you know, he uses big words and makes everything sound like way more complex than it mm-hmm. needs to be, you know, over the top thing. I've just always loved that. And I love, especially in the Ghostbusters franchise, um, because Dan Aykroyd his family has a history of spiritualism and yeah. so his great grandfather was a spiritualist who used to hold seances, you know, that people would come it's to. It's like his religion basically. It is. Spiritualism yeah, is, is kind of, it's basically the idea. It's a, it's a, it was really popular in the late 1800s, early 1900s. It's people like Houdini and stuff were investigating this, but it's trying to talk to spirits, you know, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes. Mm. Um, so Dan Aykroyd's family has a history of that. His father wrote books about ghosts and stuff. He kind of grew up in that. And so what's great is that's a thing that I'm interested in, like the history of that. And he throws in little, uh, kind of little gems of like historical facts or whatever Mm -hmm. in the stuff that they're all saying. It's just great. I love it. Um, he, he doesn't use them in necessarily the way that they are, but he uses these words or, or references to certain things that mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I know what he's talking about, you know. <laughs> so it's real funny. question, 
when you are at parties mm-hmm. or family reunions and things yes. like that, do you just randomly pull out like, did you know that <laughs> in 1809, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle uh, was assaulted by a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious how this encyclopedic <laughs> occult knowledge gets gets applied in the real world. Yeah, there's no actual You'd application. That's a good point. <laughs> okay, just checking. Uh, it's good for po- podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. is that is that is that on your LinkedIn? Is that like on yeah, your resume? Right. Like, I, I know a lot about. You put that on a cover letter or something. <laughs> I don't want to get too nerdy, but that's probably about the year that Arthur Conan Doyle was born. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> February 12th. That's Abraham Lincoln. February 12th, 1809. So we talked about, I mean, we've kind of talked about the writing of this film uh, in the the way that it's weird. Uh, I did read stuff that several of the people involved with the film, including Bill Murray and some of the actors. uh, I don't know about Dan Aykroyd. I haven't heard from him since he wrote this, but they said... uh, that the version of the film that so Bill Murray specifically said the version of the film that he read and agreed to do was not the version that they ended up making. He showed up on set and was like, what the heck is this stuff? But by that point there, he's already committed and they've got to do the Mm -hmm. film. And Mm -hmm. it was, he said that it was originally much more like the first one, Mm -hmm. probably scarier and stuff. I think my guess is, it hadn't been cartoonified yet, mm. you know, and they changed it. Who knows? Do you think that was a studio thing? Or do you I think do that think, was, think it was a so? studio thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dang marketers. I don't yeah. know, but I, my guess is. It's like a LinkedIn. These people are marketing. Right. <laughs> hate those people. <laughs> so uh, the director and producer of this film and the previous film, Ivan Reitman, um, I know him as the guy who made Ghostbusters. What else has he done? <laughs> Well, didn't he, hasn't he done a lot of the things with Bill Murray? Like, didn't he do Stripes? Yep. Stripes, Meatballs. That was Bill Murray's first movie. Oh, it's written here. Oh, Twins, <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. It's yeah. Not a he does a lot of comedies. Yeah. 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 Um, so his, uh, you know, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out recently. Mm-hmm. When was that? Last year? Two years, Something two years like ago. That. Yeah. Um, and that movie was directed by his son, Jason Reitman, who is actually uh, an a cameo acclaimed in this one. Yeah, he does have an, a cameo in this one as a child, right? Um, which I, his line is, "My dad says you guys are a bunch of crap" or something yeah. like that, yeah. which is funny because his dad is the director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think he was like that? Wasn't like in the script? He was just like, I like son, I this want movie you to say was this. awesome." But right. my dad, in. the director, thinks you guys are pieces of crap. They, they, so it's like this I is thought, a jab at the marketing department. Honestly, <laughs> when we were watching it, you're like, "Hey, that's his son." And then it was a close up. And then when they cut out, I couldn't see the son again. Oh yeah. I don't know if that was an insert shot or not. I saw him in one shot, uh, one wider shot. Okay. I saw him sitting. Turns out he was a ghost. He was not in the same position. Okay. He was okay. kind of like off in the back, but I recognized his shirt. Okay, he was in the was wide the shot. Wasn't okay. Ivan Reitman in that scene too? Ivan Reitman. So uh, the only scene that I know where Ivan Reitman was is he's actually driving the Ecto-1 as it turns around a corner. And apparently, if you look, 
especially on the like 4K version, you can clearly see that Ivan Reitman is the one driving Ecto One. Oh, funny! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is there a ghost in in the passenger side while he's driving? <laughs> yeah. Really close. I, I don't want to ruin the ending, but it turns out Annie Potts' character died in the first one. But it's 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 in a cut scene, so she's actually a ghost this entire the whole movie. time. The whole time. That's, that's why no, the scary. That's reveal. why no one responds to her when yeah. she talks yeah. the whole time. You really think Rick Moranis can pull Annie Potts? No, no. She's going by Frenchie for some reason. Right. It's Frenchie. Uh, let's see here. Um, what about the actors? We've talked a little bit about some of them. I Any... thought they were fine. Like yep. I, they were what they were. I, Again, script notwithstanding, it, you know, I, I was, they felt like they're the same people. Well, I was glad to see Winston getting more time. Yeah, um, Ernie Hudson's the first one. Then... At first, it seemed like he wasn't going to, and then he's in it for the whole second half. Right, and then and then I feel like in Afterlife he gets a little more. Yep. of his. Yeah, I mean he's the most successful out of everyone, and they kind of try to make up for it. The yeah. cast is made up of the original, which is all, they're all Hollywood legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they do a great job. Um, what about the newcomer, Peter McNichol? Uh, I'm, you know, he does a good job. At, I, I feel like his characterization is really funny and he's over the top. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily super likable, yeah. but I don't think he's supposed to be, right? Yeah. We're supposed to be kind of annoyed by him i think he kind of uh is an iteration or a substitute for rick moranis's character in the very I, first I one agree. in many ways yeah um but there's no charm to that no like lewis is a lovable loser right he's definitely a villain right yeah he's definitely a villain um i think part of the problem with his character is we don't really get to know him at all before he becomes evil right so mm-hmm. there's no yeah. Um. Like with uh, Rick Moranis in the first one, I mean, we see him several times mm-hmm. talking to Dana, and we kind of get an idea of who he is. And then when he becomes, uh, whichever one he the is, Zool or whatever. Yeah. Oh, he's not Zool. He's he's the Keymaster. Master. Well, he's chased by the dogs, and he's you know you kind of take his side, like yeah. you feel bad for him, right? But uh. You know, Nickel uh, Janos is the one that kind of you know causes the problem and and is <clears throat> wanting to ca- cause problems. So yeah, he's kind of um, held responsible in this one. Well, mm-hmm. he becomes the villain very quickly. Like yeah, you first meet him and he's just her boss or whatever, right? But a yeah. little skeevy. Well, yeah, like he's a he's a little creepy and he wants he asks her out and that's really all you see. Then everybody yeah. leaves and he becomes the villain. He right. gets he gets vegofied or whatever you want Eyes to call it. Yeah. yeah. He becomes a werewolf. What about his accent? Did you like his accent? <laughs> I feel like his accent was zinging all over Eastern Europe. <laughs> he, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. I I did like I did like the scene when he swings by Dana's and her he's house. Like, he's like, "Should I come in?" And she's like, oh, yeah. "No, no thanks." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay. I will talk to you later. The lights, yeah, the lights are all out. Can I come in? And are you all right? Do you need anything? <laughs> Would you like me are to you come sure? in? Are you sure? Uh, I could be. No here. thanks. I, I could stay. Yeah, come in. He slides into a lot of DMs that do right. not get responded yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I did. What's up with him? 
coming in ghost form to get the baby at the egg. I did not in a nanny outfit with the carrot. Yeah, it's another shark jumping moment. Yep. Yeah. I think that was the cartooniness of it. Yep. Yeah. Cartooniness. I mean, yeah, and he yeah, reaches yeah. out with a really long arm and yeah. you know, go go gadget. I was waiting for it to go. Yeah. Well, and the baby's out on the building ledge, just out of the Popeye cartoon again. Yeah. So. It's a little uh, eight month old walking out. Walking, the... standing out on the ledge. Yeah. 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 Um, so the, uh, he's not in it a whole lot, but Vigo, uh, his name is Wilhelm von, oh, is it cut off. It might be. Hombu? No, it's cut off. But he, uh, the only other thing that, so he's a German actor and, uh, he was one of the thugs on, uh, Die Hard, another Christmas movie. What? Yeah. So if you look at his IMDb page, you'll see the picture, and there's a picture of him standing behind Alan Rickman, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's the same guy. I have never acknowledged him before. Hmm. He did a great job being a painting throughout this movie. <laughs> right, I know. What, dude, what an easy check, right? He's like, we're going to take a picture of you. Is we're going to Photoshop it or whatever you did in the 80s. Hum, okay. Yeah. Is there a reason why he growled like an animal? Uh, Towards like, the end. It was like a, a lion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he did turn He turned into weird, a demon kind of thing like, right at the end. I mean, they did take a jab at the, the elephant man. So oh, and he yeah, did right. look a little elephant man esque, right? Or, towards the end, the end and yeah. demonic, or like the storm on the on Big Trouble in Little China that keeps getting mad. And his <laughs> yes. face blows up, right? Yeah, yeah. He did like look that. kind of a little inflated. Um, so a little, the, a little puffy around the eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, this he actor, dog's ear. he stop, uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> There is a story that uh, he went to go, this actor went to go see the movie for the first time when it came out and was upset to find out that all of his speaking lines had been dubbed over by another actor. Which is not the first time that's happened in Hollywood. Right. Um, Darth Vader. Yeah, Max yes. von Sydow. <laughs> yes. Was he he has voice. a great voice and I thought it fat, fit very well. And Max von Sydow has got such a great physical presence. He could yes. have been. He could have done. He the could part have just done it too. Right. Uh, yeah. He wouldn't necessarily he wouldn't have looked have... as menacing. Yeah. But he's got a great. I mean, he. I, I know him from Flash Gordon as yeah. Merciless, the 1980 classic right. um, cult movie. Um, you know where else he would have been good? Where? As the ring announcer in. Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> <laughs> Much better voice. Uh, yes. Selection there, yeah. So something I'm thinking right uh -huh. now as part of my diversion uh, duties is, so there's four Ghostbusters, and there's four of you. Which Ghostbuster would, would you, you be? guys be? So let's assume I'm Ray. that I am uh, the Moranis guy. <laughs> All right, I'm him. Okay, so who's who? You're Ray. Oh, I, yeah, I could be Egon actually. You could be okay. Ben I, is Egon. I'm definitely Winston. <laughs> Brackens Winston. Okay, now you guys. I feel like I got a a Bankman. Yeah, Bankman. That means Bank, that Bank you're vibe. Ray. I'm Dana. You're Dana. You're Dana. <laughs> oh yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> so obvious. That's got, right. I mean, we're family. That's right. Related by blood. So Bankman. No, Dana. 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 Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, be, one day uh, we should have a party, and you guys should all dress up as Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, but not Dana. I don't know if you would pull off a Dana very well. I'll wear the dress she wears in the first one. <laughs> right. Okay. You you just need to wear the towel that yeah, she's that in she for was... like ten minutes. So was, I, was, I, was, was I the only one that thought that thing was falling off? Yes, yeah, absolutely. yeah, for for sure. I'm like, I know this is 80s PG, but come on. <laughs> so <laughs> I know. Okay, so hold on. This is a complete diversion, but um, there's an AI graphic generation uh-huh. app on the web. Yeah. Dolly. I just put in Pale Angel wearing Nugzima face cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you guys to see some of these. <laughs> is that what you look like, Brian? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't remember. That is awesome. Hey. We'll, we'll put this on our website. Give, give but, that to Nate. So give that's that like, to Nate. We'll post it on Instagram. Like, yeah, it was just more like on my cheeks. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. All right, we're going to put this on our, our Instagram. Put it on Instagram. Yes. So look for it there. <laughs> this one. This is why That's I the scariest thing. I, I love that you, right you laugh at my traumatization. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, we have to laugh in our trauma sometimes. Yeah. To... Oh. Anybody have anything else they want to bring up about this movie before we uh, lay down our judgment? The, the thing that I would say before we get into it is uh-huh. I, it's a fine movie, three quarters of the movie. Right. It gets stupid at the end, mm-hmm. and I'm not a huge fan of the enemy. I think it's kind of like... Right a vague threat it's definitely imperfect. but otherwise like it's like it was fine we were having fun like we even commented we're like this one's gonna be hard because it it doesn't necessarily feel like it's horrible enough to land on our radar mm-hmm. what about the, I, the the only thing i'd bring up is the bobby brown music mm-hmm. um i mean the music was such a big one in the first one right. with um uh, the original ghostbusters theme by ray ray, ray parker ray parker thank you Junior. Junior. Ray Parker Jr. Oh, sorry. Um, Junior. Uh, yeah, Bobby Brown does the, the theme song mm-hmm. in this one. What'd you guys think? So in the 80s and early 90s, I, I really liked Bobby Brown. So tapping into my childhood, I would have been like, heck yeah, that's awesome. So I would say I did not remember this song, mm. you know, whereas the original Ghostbusters theme you know everyone knows that one but this yeah. one i'm like oh i didn't realize bobby brown made a ghostbusters song it's it's kind of like do you remember the first ninja turtles movie yes mm-hmm. and public enemy did the song uh-huh. and it was and awesome then, then ninja mm-hmm. turtles 2 secrets of the ooze it's vanilla ice <laughs> yes it's like that go oh ninja, man go wait ninja. was the ooze pink uh, probably green. It's been a long oh, time. Yeah, <laughs> you know that that would have been actually probably a good candidate for this season. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, it goes from Public Enemy to Vanilla Ice. Right. Uh, yeah. this, it may not have been as big as the original, but this was a really popular song, and I yeah. felt like it was a highlight of the movie. It was a really catchy. Well, yeah. Bobby Brown's a good song. artist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, what do we think? Uh, this is what I want to ask you. First of all, uh, I want your regular. You know, is it bad? Is it exceptionally bad, or what? Uh, but I would also like to know, of the three Ghostbuster movies, I'm counting the three canonical ones. Uh, there is the one outlier that doesn't 2016. fit the 2016 mm-hmm. one that that's kind of a re what do you call it? A reimagining, remake, or whatever. It's a uh, reimagining alternate, of it, alternate universe, yeah. possibly. So, in this universe of the three movies, how do you rank them best to worst? Hmm. 
I would do for me. I would do one afterlife two. Okay. I would agree. I, I, agree. I, I think, yeah. I, I agree too. I think that's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. yeah. All right. So what do you all think? And I, I I would put one and afterlife very close on one side of the spectrum, yes. and then two a distant follower. Okay. But still not terrible. Yeah. I'd put them equidistant from each other. I think I'm with with Brant. Yeah. I would put the fir- uh, afterlife and the first one close to each other, and this one much further. Afterlife had problems. <laughs> <laughs> no Everything movie is, is perfect. Yeah. He just doesn't like farms. except for Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who wants to kick it off? No, I didn't like that it was Zool again. Oh yeah, that's true. I think if they yeah. could have, I think a cooler idea would have been like a know, different the, Vigo. Well, we know there's like all the tremors. Yeah, it would have been. Sorry, this is like fixing a movie, a good movie, yeah. but it would have been cooler if like all of a sudden. Just ghosts start appearing in that small town. Oh, yeah, Nothing yeah. to do with ghosts. It's just, it's just something that Overrun. happens. Overrun. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that was my problem with that one. It was like, why do, why, why do we have to go back to the that's, same well? That's a problem with some of these films that uh, happen nowadays that are kind of like um, nostalgia continuations. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is a little too much... Uh, reaching back for the nostalgia <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of <laughs> the Force Awakens. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, Force yeah. Awakens. Instead of trying to make something new, you know, or or like just dip your toe in the nostalgia and then make something new. Whatever. Well, I anyway. mean, I have problems with this film, but mm-hmm. you saw what happened when they tried to do something new with the Last Jedi. Yeah, and so <laughs> <laughs> and so there's people. People want both. They want yeah. it to be the same, and they want it to be different. Yeah. So uh, let's start with you then, Nate. What is your <sighs> judgment on this film? So is this a movie that I will watch again? Absolutely. Yeah. I will watch it with. I could watch this with uh, friends. Uh, I kind of wonder if it's even bad enough to be considering it exceptionally bad. Mm-hmm. So. I, I want to say, so if I had to rank it bad or exceptionally bad, exceptionally bad. Yeah. But I don't even know that it rises to the level that it's, I mean, bad. It, it's bad. It's right. It, it's has, imperfect. It's imperfect, especially when you compare it to the first one, because mm-hmm. the first one's one of my favorite movies, and it's an almost perfect film, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so, like Brackman was saying earlier, you just, it doesn't compare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I, I can't, I would if I had to say one or the other, I'd say exceptionally bad, but I just don't think it's, I think it's exceptionally in the middle, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. You know, it's it's exceptionally mediocre. It's not. In the, it's not bad enough yeah. to be bad. It's like you said at the beginning. I'm like, well, it is bad, right? By the measurements that we used to decide, but um, we were having we were having a blast. Mm-hmm. Bracken every time the pink slime was on, Bracken was lifting oh, weights, yeah. pumping weights. He had, to, we had to cut the sleeves off his shirt again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if it, he he had he had a, a kettlebell in his other arm every time he saw a ghost, and he only had to lift that twice. Yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna look he, he's gonna look like that uh, Skittles commercial where they do the arm wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. where everyone's yes. got one jacked arm. <laughs> I tried to balance it out this time. I, there's no way I could have gotten through one, one arm with all of that slime. Yeah. What do you think, Bracken? Uh, you know, this is a tough one because. Like diamonds, podcasts are forever. And, <laughs> and whatever you say. And whatever I say will be held against me for a long, long time. Um, I almost did a spit take there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and 
I've got a lot of mixed feelings about this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here thinking about another sequel that I was trying to compare it to. I'm going to just say some things I'm going to regret. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just, <laughs> I guess I I'll say double them. record this. Let me get my phone. You're, you're, so, amongst, you're amongst friends here, Bracken. <laughs> I love the Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, you're going to think I'm going to talk about one of the sequels, but I'm actually going to talk about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and yeah. how I'm thinking if I had to choose between watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom or Ghostbusters 2, I'd probably choose to watch Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, just for a little context. Yeah. I think I'd have a little bit more fun watching Ghostbusters 2. Mm. There was a time when I was very little, I just couldn't stop watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, Loved the Indiana Jones movies, but it doesn't hold up over time. I was sad to learn that recently. I I feel like this movie, yeah. Based on opening sequences only. (laughs) Temple of Doom or this movie? Oh boy, no. You're right, Temple of Doom. That that movie has one of the best opening scenes. You're right. You know what? There's a lot of fun scenes. There's just some really... You know it's what? I, I'm going. I'm already changed my mind. That's okay. Is the thing. I'm already like. You know what? Maybe I need to watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom again. But um, so forgive me for saying that. I, I already changed my mind. Ghostbusters too, dog. I'm kind of. I'm just kind of. You know. I'm just kind of sorting some things out in my mind at the yeah. moment. Uh, it's a big decision. It's hard. So. And I wasn't even asked to compare the two, but I just did it in my own head as for context's sake. But. <laughs> so is this movie exceptionally bad um i've never liked it i've uh never I, I i saw the first one in the theater a couple times i never saw this one in the theater and i loved i watched the cartoons and i heard it just wasn't good and by the time it came out i was like eh, I'm, I'm good I feel like I saw some clips in a motel room at one point when we were on vacation with the Statue of Liberty walking through the streets. And I was just like groaning, going, this movie isn't good. And my wife loves it. She grew up watching it with her family. So she's got lots of nostalgic feelings for it. I don't feel the same. But there are some great lines in this movie. There's a great cast. Um, It's a fun movie. I think if you don't compare it to the original, if you just look at it as a bad movie, this is an exceptionally bad movie. It's fun. You can watch it. You can enjoy it. If you get sucked into the hole of comparing it to the original, mm-hmm. you're going to just be bitter and angry like I am. Mm-hmm. So don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't just, nothing but pain down just, there. <laughs> just enjoy the movie for what it is. It's a fun ride. Just don't think about the original. Just think of it as a different movie and you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you. So for that, um, I, I I do not feel as negatively towards it as Bracken does. I'm with Nate, but even maybe a little more positively. Like, I think it's a good movie on the low end scale, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like, it's not bad and it's not exceptionally bad. So again, if I have to give it one, it's exceptionally bad, Mm -hmm. right? Go watch it. Um, it, there's definitely problematic stuff in it that we talked about that is just dumb and kind of takes you out of it and you're like, eh, whatever. Um, but we had fun the entire time and 
I mentioned several times, like, I don't know how we're going to do this one because <laughs> I'm having too much fun and it doesn't feel bad. Like, right. There's some dumb stuff, but it's like, it's not bad even. It's just, it's good ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if they tried to make the Empire State Building come to life and, like, hop down, you know, the street, like, I'd be down for that. That'd be awesome, you know? <laughs> um, so, I, that's all I'm going to say about it. Like, I, I you know, I kind of shared all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I have to, exceptionally bad. But yeah. realistically, it's, it, in my mind, it shouldn't be on the scale. Even, okay. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I think I am, I'm similar to Nate's feelings. Um and Brant's, this is the thing that uh, I do believe that this is a bad movie, but it is not. It, it's not the kind of thing where it goes so far past bad that it becomes exceptionally bad, the way Troll Two does and some mm-hmm. other movies that we've watched, right? Um, but it is so fun, mostly. I mean, the end kind of it's. It's like if you just stop maybe 15 minutes before the end, you're probably just going to think, hey, this is a great movie, and it's not that big of a deal. Um, again, as long as you're not comparing it to the first movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's the performances, too. Yeah. Like, everybody is in it. They're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a pleasure to watch yeah. them all on the screen. It's mm-hmm. very funny. Um, and uh, so, I mean, again... If I have to choose between bad or exceptionally bad, it's exceptionally bad. Um, I do feel like it's it's one of those that's maybe not quite bad enough to actually even be on the scale. But, uh, you know, it's one that I think people can watch with their friends and, and have fun. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind that's of fun kind October of the point. Movie. Yeah, and it's a fun mm-hmm. October movie. If you want a great October movie, watch Ghostbusters. Wait, isn't it a New Year's movie? <laughs> yeah, new, that's right. It's a New Year's movie so, or a Christmas movie. I, I, I guess that's another, uh, I think, mark against it. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be Christmas, New Year's in New York City. There's, there's no, no snow. snow. It's not cold. Yeah. And I, the movie was released in June. Christmas trees around. <laughs> right. Uh, it's not quite. It's, it's set during that time, but it's really not about that at all. Yeah. I mean, them wearing the They're Santa not even hats. wearing... There's one scene Warm where they're, clothes. Where they're wearing mean, Santa hats yeah, where they run out of a building is. with the ghost trap. Right. And that's that's the only – honestly, that's the only reason other than the random decorations in the background that would right. make you think, oh, and the guy at the beginning on the cable show. Right. So there's makes some, the prediction. There's some mm-hmm. clever things. There's yeah. like some foreshadowing throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Some of it is very on-the-nose obvious. Yeah. But like the psychic who says, oh, the world's going to end on New Year's Eve. I just have a psychic feeling. And, yeah. and it almost does. You know, yep. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder what Danny thinks because he's not seen it. Oh yeah, Danny. I mean, he kind of basically told us. with you. Yeah. yeah, just that it was fun, yeah. not so bad. It was exceptionally bad. You laughed because you. It was a fun laugh and not like a wow. That was I can't believe the most ridiculous, stupid thing right. I've ever seen. You're laughing you laugh. with it no. exactly. Yeah. You're, you're laughing with the jokes instead exactly. of at the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, that is our episode for this, uh, or that for this is our final episode, mm-hmm. right? For the season, we have uh, some fun things planned for season four, but uh, we'll be having our uh, awards 
uh, program, the Bad Movie Awards, the BMAs, will be coming up next next episode. So make sure to tune in for that so you can hear the recap of Season 3, Season of the Sequels, and who's going to win the coveted prize, the Golden, Gilded BM. The Gilded BM. Gilded BM. Right? Who will win the Plumber Award? so what i'd like to do on instagram is to have kind of the if we can Uh the the candidates what do you call them categories the nominees yeah the nominees for each category Uh and see if we can have you know people on there kind of do their own vote i mean whether they've seen your choice your choice so you who are listening Look at Make Instagram. sure to watch our Make Instagram. Sure to watch Instagram. You can vote on it. And what is our Instagram? Absolutely hey, real hey, picture. Here's of the thing: <laughs> if you've gotten this far in the podcast, you are lucky to hear this. If you get every single one right, you get Danny a free, exceptionally bad podcast T-shirt designed by Wait, Nate. Can I have one? Not yet, because Nate has not can, yet designed it. Can I design it. one? Yes, yes. <laughs> so that's what you will get. And you will get Bracken's real home address. <laughs> so you can go trick-or-treating dressed with, with as a ghost. An angel. An angel. With... <laughs> okay, Noxima. that's, that's my... Uh, oh, that's awesome. So where is our Instagram? Where is our Instagram? At... At exceptionally bad, right? Yeah, that's there. Yeah. Oh, how bad. else can people reach us? Brian? Well, if you want to email us, you can always email us at the the guys at exceptionallybad dot com. You will love our website, exceptionallybad dot com. <laughs> and uh, we have a Twitter. It's exceptionally bad at exceptionally bad with no e at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Bracken right. so much. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Thank you, everybody. Being miserable and treating other people like dirt is every New Yorker's God-given right. Your two minutes are up. Good night, gentlemen. Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post?